Good morning children. So far we have learnt about the discovery of the cell. If you have any doubts regarding the topics, feel free to ask me in the comment section below. Today we are going to discuss about diversity in cell. Are all cells identical in shape and size? While the basic structure of all cells is the same, there is a lot of variation in size and shape of cells which makes them to do different functions. The shape and size of a cell determines its function. Today, we will only talk about size. If cells are the main structural and functional unit of an organism, then why are they so small? And why are there no organisms with huge cells? The answers to these questions lies in a cell's need for fast, easy food. The need to be able to pass nutrients and gases into and out of the cell sets a limit on how big cells can be. The larger a cell gets, the more difficult it is for nutrients and gases to move in and out of the cell. As a cell grows, its volume increases more quickly than its surface area. If a cell was to get very large, the small surface area would not allow enough nutrients to enter the cell quickly enough for the cell's needs. However, large cells have a way of dealing with some size challenges. Big cells as some white blood cells often grow nuclei that means more nuclei so that they can supply enough proteins for the cells requirement. Now you might ask ma'am what is nuclei? Well nuclei is the plural of nucleus. Nucleus is an organelle that coordinates cells activities which include growth and protein formation. You will learn about nucleus more in this chapter but for the time being we will just focus on size of the cell. So don't worry about it that you will not understand or anything. We will slowly go to that portion. So don't rush, don't panic. Obviously I will explain it to you. There is a special unit required to measure cells. Well, everything can be measured, right? Same way cells can also be measured and a special unit is assigned to them. The unit is micrometer or nanometer to measure cells. 
well children this uh, unit is very important so remember this there is a scale of measurements that means 1 micrometer equals to 1000 nanometers which equals to 10 to the power minus 6 meters there's a conversion i'll give you the chart and i hope uh, this will help you also this is just for information the chart that i'll provide and need not get tensed or anything you if you have any doubt regarding this i am always there to help you out now let's understand about different uh, i'll give you some examples of different cell sizes and how they vary cells can range in length from a few microns to a meter red blood cells in the human body are only 5 to 8 micrometer in size a neuron what is neuron neuron is a nerve cell may attain a length of a meter due to its extensions mouse cells are about 10 micrometer in diameter ostrich egg is a cell visible to the naked eye it has a length of 170 millimeter the mycoplasma bacterium is merely 0.2 micrometer in size i hope this this were the things that i said recently that red blood cells neuron mouse cells ostrich egg mycoplasma bacterium these are the different cells uh, i mean different sizes of the cells i hope this part was clear to all of you if you have any doubt feel free to ask in the google classrooms sec comment section below i repeat children don't rush go slow if you have any doubt regarding anything please feel free to ask me and go through the audio very carefully listen to each detail and come back to me if you have any doubt thank you children good morning children so far we have learned about compound microscope and the cell size today we'll discuss cell shape there are many types of cells in the bodies of multicellular organisms these cells differ in shapes for example the shape of a nerve cell in animals is very different from the shape of a muscle cell a nerve now you might ask what is nerve cell a nerve cell is long and branched having thread like projections whereas a muscle cell is pointed at both ends and has a spindle shape spindle shape means something shaped like a 
long thin rod due to this a nerve cell looks very different from a muscle cell the different shapes of cells are related to their functions which they have to perform in the body of an animal or plant for example nerve cells receive and transmit messages between brain and other parts whereas muscle cell brings about movement in body parts nerve cells and muscle cells are actually specialized animal cells because they perform specific functions in the bodies of animals some of the specialized animal cells and plant cells are under plant cell we have epidermal cell xylem cell phloem cell and under animal cell we have red blood cell white blood cell bone cell these are just few examples you have many more you will learn that slowly in the higher classes now let's talk about muscle cell a muscle cell needs to attach to bones and hence has pointed ends giving it the shape of a spindle as discussed earlier spindle is something shaped like a long thin rod now we'll talk about a red blood cell a red blood cell is round and minute that means small to traverse easily through minute capillaries smoothly traverse means travel it also has no nucleus in order to provide more space for carrying oxygen now what are capillaries well capillaries are the smallest of the body's blood vessels then another example is a small a sperm cell has a tail to swim towards the ovum ovum is female reproductive cell and sperm is male reproductive cell i hope it was clear now plant cells are modified as well the mesophyll cells in the leaves have chloroplast containing chlorophyll to trap sunlight so mesophyll cells in the leaves what do they have they have chloroplast containing what chlorophyll they contain chlorophyll and why they contain chlorophyll to trap sunlight now mesophyll cells are the cells that are the photosynthetic plant cell these cells in the leaf of a plant are specially adapted for making food by photosynthesis and why are they called photosynthetic plant cells because of this they are adapted in such a way 
that they make food by photosynthesis xylem cells are modified into vessels and tubes to conduct water now xylem cells are tube like plant cells having thick and strong walls which carry water and mineral salts from roots of the plants to the leaves now xylem cells are tube like plant cells and they have thick and strong walls around them and they help in uh, transporting water and mineral salts from the roots to the plants from the roots of the plants to the leaves now make a note that the human body is made up of 20 different types of cells and each type of cell performs different functions so human body has almost 20 different types of cells and each type of cell performs different functions suppose for example uh suppose a house is being made okay so there many people are working to make a house so different people have different function right in building the house so same way different cells of our body performs different functions now the shape of an amoeba cell is irregular in fact amoeba has no fixed shape the amoeba cell keeps on changing its shape continuously that means the cell of amoeba keeps on changing its shape continuously the changing shape is due to the formation of pseudopodia what is pseudopodia pseudopodia helps amoeba in movement and capturing food and pseudopodia means false feet that means amoeba has got pseudopodia that is false legs to help amoeba in movement and capturing food now there's some scientific fact did you know a white blood cell present in human blood is another example of a single cell which can also changes shape so basically human beings are con- uh, are made up of multi um, multi multiple cells right but a white blood cell present in human blood is an example of a single cell which can change its shape i hope cell shape was clear to you if you have any doubt please ask in the comment section below well thank you children good morning children so far we have learned about cell shape and cell
is we are going to understand cell number all living organisms are made up of cells but the number of cells varies from organism to organism some organisms like plants and animals are made up of just one cell that means one single cell while other organisms are made up of a large number of cells this is called variety in the number of cells make a note that depending on the number of cells in the body of an organism an organism is called unicellular or multicellular that means if it's of single cell or only one cell it will be unicellular if it has multiple or many cells it will be known as multicellular the simplest living organism have only one cell in their body the organisms which are made up of only one cell are called unicellular organisms uni means one and cellular means cell one cell is also called single cell so the unicellular organisms are actually single celled organisms some examples of unicellular organisms or single celled organisms are amoeba and bacteria the single cell of these organisms behaves as a complete organism or individual a unicellular organism can perform all the necessary life functions with the help of just one cell which the multicellular organisms perform with the help of many groups of specialized cells for example amoeba is a tiny animal which consists of only one cell i have uploaded the picture children in the google classroom of amoeba kindly go through it all the basic functions of life like taking food or capturing food then digestion then respiration then movement then response to environmental changes then removal of waste that is excretion and reproduction are performed by the single cell of amoeba similar functions in multicellular organisms are performed by various organs which are made up of many different types of cells the organisms which are made up of many cells are called multicellular organisms multi means many cellular means cell depending on its size a multicellular organism may be made up of millions billions or trillions of cells joined together most of the plants and animals around us are mul 
multicellular organism. For example, a rose plant, a neem tree, a human being and an elephant are all multicellular organisms which are made up of many many cells joined together. A big and tall tree, a huge animal like an elephant and the body of an human adult has trillions of cells which vary in shape and size. Different groups of cells perform a variety of functions. A rat is a small organism whereas an elephant is a big organism. So a rat has a smaller number of cells in its body than that of an elephant. Make a note that the smaller number of cells in a rat does not affect the functioning of a rat. Because it's smaller in size, so it will have less number, smaller number of cells, but it will not affect the functioning of a rat. In general, we can say that the number of cells being less in small organism does not in any way affect the functioning of small organism. That means even if the number of cells are less in small organism, it will not affect any of the function of small organism. In multicellular organisms, a division of labor is seen where Particular cells are given a significant role to play. Now, what is division of labor? Well, different tasks are assigned to different cells in our body. These tasks are different from cell to cell as the different types of cells perform different functions. So, this is known as division of labor. That means different cells perform different functions. I hope it was clear to you children. We will discuss it in the Zoom classroom. And if you have any doubt, we will discuss it if you have any problem tomorrow in the Zoom classroom. If you have any doubts, you can ask me.